0: y'all selves hashtag blessed because you've just stumbled across the gay agenda yyc a podcast that spills the tea on all things lgbt and q in the calgary area so join me at the gay agenda yyc and the squad hashtag trademark as we solve all your first world gay probs one hashtag at a time gay y'all and welcome once again to another episode of the gay agenda yyc with me, as always, unfortunately, is my loving husband Eric say hello eric
1: hey um, and I'm only here because we're still stuck in quarantine together
0: exactly um what I actually should have won what I should have done is be I should have said, be gay, Eric, and oh, then you hey. heard, exactly because hey guess that's what we're talking about today is you know, being gay, and the labels that it actually means. It's not what we talk about every week? Well, kind of, but this time I'm really talking about labels. Oh, okay. And you know when I like to talk about labels, I'm usually talking about, like, Gookie,
1: or... Prada. Prada, or Versace. Ooh, I love me some Versace.
0: I know, but this time we're actually talking about the labels of the Album Mafia. Okay. Kind of what I wanted to go through is we will be talking about... The labels that we have set for ourselves uh, with the giant 15-letter acronym. And we'll also be talking about the Kinsey scale, which is something that came out to kind of better differentiate what it is.
1: Which is surprisingly older than we thought it was. I know,
0: that's crazy. And then we will be talking about how all that kind of wraps up and how we can move along that in the future.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, but first, I do want to um, throw down some exciting news. I've decided, and Eric has and does, has no idea because I haven't told him, uh, that we are actually going to be launching a Patreon, so we will be adding extra content every week. So depending on the level that you choose, there's going to be three levels? Yes, three levels. I'm looking at Eric like he knows, yeah. and this is the first I, time he's ever I'm going to say, it. sure, hon, sure. Yeah, okay. Four levels, that's what it is. Uh, so the first one, you get a bonus segment, which is going to be just the tip, so we will be giving you weekly news. From a male point of view. And... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. And anyone who's as old as I am will totally get that reference. So, if you don't, go watch them In Living Color. And then the second one is... I'm hoping I can actually start it, is we're going to be um, sharing behind-the-scenes video clips and whatever, so once we start doing our podcasts, I will be videoing them and uploading them to YouTube, but you'll only get the actual stuff that we aired, but I will be submitting stuff that is in the middle, and or other random stuff that we do. I was actually thinking about it today. I should have had it going on in the car when we had our fight on the way home, because that's entertaining to people.
1: That's true, yeah. It
0: really is. like we... Like I am myself, am Entertainment Plus, Mm -hmm. but usually when other people are around me, it's Entertainment Plus Plus. I don't even know if that's it's. It's not like a programming language.
1: No,
0: you know everyone that is hung around me knows that I touch
1: them inappropriately.
0: No, no, in a special way.
1: In their special spot.
0: (laughs) Maybe both. Okay. Yes, at the same time. Third one is we're going to be, honestly, which is almost my favorite one, we are going to be dropping a tiny podcast with whatever this this week's guest is. Um, It's going to be called, I brushed my teeth for this, and it's going to be all about really bad hookups or any really stupid and sad sexual things that we've actually done in our lives. So yes, because everyone
1: knows that Ooh, good, I got some good horror stories. Uh, that's that what one. I'm
0: saying. Everyone's got really good horror stories, and it's rather cathartic to get them out that way. Everyone else knows that you're not alone. Like someone else has pooped on their dick. Yeah. Like just deal with it. And then the fourth one, you get all of that, plus you get a shout out on our podcast every week. This one, and then you also get to ask the hosts questions that we have to answer. Mm. So there we go. Mm. So all of that will be going on the Patreon as of today. So you'll be able to subscribe if you want to. If you don't, go fuck yourself because I'm only eating noodles and Kraft dinner because I'm a starving artist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And once you actually start seeing video footage of us, you will not believe that we are starving artists because we are bears already hibernating for the winter. Well, yeah. Like we started three years ago.
1: I started in March.
0: Okay, that's true okay yes we we've got our covid hibernation suits on exactly that's yeah. what it is okay so with that fabulous news out of the way and my husband is not threatening divorce i'm assuming that's a plus and that's an okay he agrees with it yay um,
1: because this is more money for me to buy starships it's
0: pretty much what it is Yeah. it trust me this I is am, my starship fund no i am not fleecing <laughs> our poor patrons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. patrons there we go for their money it's Uh, relatively cheap and it's just to be able to spend some more time with us because that's what everyone wants and to build my starship collection and to get starships and nail polish i was actually thinking about because i started the youtube channel i haven't put anything on there and i'm like what do you guys want on there do you actually want us seeing us blab because we ain't too we ain't fugly but we're not like that enjoyable to watch we're cute we are and i am rather animated when i'm Yeah. Podcasting, so maybe actually seeing me, what I'm doing. Like, I I talk with my hands, so the (laughs) hands are going all the time. We
1: should add an extra tier. uh, Carl, No, no, an an extra tier that we will appear on our YouTube topless.
0: You appear topless half the time anyways. Not always. Half the time at home, I have to struggle for you to put pants on.
1: Yeah, well, it's my home.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that (laughs) is not able to be shown in YouTube. (laughs) Okay. So, yes, it will be dropping um, today... So that's that'll be uh, Tuesday, February 2nd. Uh, no, this is Dog Roundhog Day. And yes, Puxatani Phil will may or may not see his shadow and go back in his hole. But that doesn't mean anything. And yeah. All right. So we're going to be moving right along. What is... Well, what's a label? I guess that's what we kind of want to start something off Something for food. Yeah. Oh, no. I, 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 <laughs> something what? For food. <laughs> for food? No, dumbass. I Actually, I was thinking about it before. What I want is a... uh, I I wanted a James Earl Jones voiceover moment right now and be like, in the beginning. There was man and woman.
1: No, see, this this is now where I want Morgan Freeman to be like, and he was gay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And God said, Adam, go touch Steve. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, Okay, so as humans slash mammals slash animals slash whatever we intrinsically need to sexually reproduce. So in order to sexually reproduce it is in our DNA that we have to have a pairing of male and female zygotes in order to make the fetus.
1: Why did you drop out of your biological biological college course thing again?
0: Uh, Because I was poor. Oh, okay. And no one is... Supporting us on Patreon. Oh, yeah,
1: very Yeah, right.
0: exactly. Um,
1: the Patreon that you just launched today.
0: That I just launched today will help me go back to school and make a better life for me and my family and all my children. We don't have children and we're not going to.
1: We might. We're very close. No, we are not.
0: His <laughs> ovaries are exploding and it's disgusting. Anywho, it was long thought that the only thing possible for some strange reason was heterosexual sex and that homosexual sex was terrible cuz <clears throat> i it was not made to make babies mm-hmm. so if it's if most people thought sex was dirty as it was then having sex without the actual function of what sex was for it was just looked in, looked down upon however we know that there are certain times throughout history where it was also used as a an exchange of power so the romans did it um the greeks did it
1: the vikings did it
0: the, exactly uh so it's relatively the only the past what two millennia that it has become extremely taboo
1: <laughs> however because of colonialism yay
0: catholics <laughs> so yeah it, it's it was somehow misinterpreted in a bible of reading somewhere and then spiraled out of control and that's what they stuck on to whole different podcast topic so we're not going to talk about that however the function of homosexuality is still there so you can have sex with men or women it doesn't matter it is however what lies in and of your preferences so a super fantastic scientist named alfred kinsey Way back in the 50s, I think. I'm trying, yeah. to, trying to see a date. 53. A little, 53, thank you. Um, we also know that he did have a female doctor counterpart. Because if you ever watched Masters of Sex on like the Showtime or whatever, that's what this is actually about.
1: Oh, see, I keep thinking about Drunk History because they totally went through the Kinsey Scale in Drunk History. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: if you haven't watched that good episode, it's a very quick 10 second, or 10-minute refresher yeah. on exactly what it was. And they were drunk, so it's funny. So the Kinsey Scale... Also known as the heterosexual homosexual rating scale, which to me doesn't sound as good. Because if I hear a homosexual rating scale, I'm thinking, okay. Dick rating scale. Exactly. Is that an 8 plus? Yeah. Like, is that where I'm getting? And when the levels are only 0 to 7, I'm like, again, am I going to be brushing my teeth for this? Mm -hmm. Like, 7? I can hardly still do that in bed. Like, whatever. I don't have to put makeup on for this shit. But yes. So he's made it on a gradient scale from zero being completely heterosexual.
1: Never had a gay thought in your life.
0: Um, yes. To six, because that's the seven steps, yeah. zeros included. To six, a big flaming mo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Never had a straight thought in your life.
0: Exactly. So, and there is varying levels of what's in between. There is also. Some, I don't want to say backlash, but there's some discussion as to what those levels actually mean. Um, let's see here. Okay, so the ratings here, the, we'll just break it down here. A Zero, exclusively heterosexual. A One, predominantly heterosexual, only incidentally homosexual. So does that
1: mean <laughs> the one time at band camp?
0: That's, that's, that's kind of okay. what I'm thinking. Like, oh my god, I woke up and I slipped my penis into your butt. Like, oops, I slipped.
1: No, isn't that, isn't that, uh, I woke up or, uh, we were all playing in the pool and I touched my, my, my friend's dick. stick?
0: Maybe that's what it is. Okay. That could be it. It's at, yeah. If it's incidentally, that to me means accidentally and, so, like, was,
1: I, I brushed up against it in the it, locker room. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like, what, well, like, we don't do that as, you know, we do, we do
1: that anyway because that's yeah. a fun thing.
0: Um, so then it is number two predominantly heterosexual but more than incidentally homosexual
1: like what is that gradient oh, so that's where you went up to to gym at, at at science camp and said let me stick it in your butt and maybe said, that's, okay.
0: that's that's that could be it okay yeah. but you wouldn't usually do it because you still got betty at home exactly okay may, well maybe betty is preggers and you don't want to you know be poking the baby's head mm-hmm. okay that could be it um number three is equally heterosexual and homosexual And then four goes the opposite direction. So predominantly homosexual, but more incidentally heterosexual. And that's just like saying I'm gay, but you know, if there's snatch around, okay. Like that's...
1: No, I I couldn't imagine that. That that is, yeah.
0: Right? Like that's... Yeah, ew. Um, Five is predominantly homosexual and only incidentally heterosexual. That's
1: where you get so drunk you become straight for a night.
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I don't remember it. Uh, and six is exclusively homosexual. So as you can see, it goes from zero to six. I don't know why they just didn't go from one to seven. Like, yeah, wouldn't that have made more sense? Like, I, think. I don't know. Also, because you might have noticed a glaring error of people that aren't sexual. Yes. Period. Um, there is, there was a a side option. For them, and it 's just labeled as x no social no socio sexual contacts or reactions, so those are what we now consider asexuals, but they were not they didn 't actually have a label back then because mm-hmm. they didn 't couldn 't understand it like what you can 't understand people not wanting to have sex good god there 's a ton of them and okay, so Kinsey recognized that the seven categories of the scale could not fully capture every individual 's sexuality. Uh, he wrote that it should be recognized that the reality includes individuals of every intermediate type, lying in a continuum between the two extremes and between each and every category in the scale. So, just as a clarifier, when he first came out with this information, <clears throat> he re- released the book and was only on men. Okay. So, the Kinsey scale was actually based on sexual preferences of
1: men. Right. Because did he realize while he was... Creating this that he actually liked flew around with men and when he brought him into bed with his female doctor counterpart
0: I think so I think what he well he technically if he's a doctor, he should never be playing with his subjects he should be a third party removed but it's for research <laughs> I say it's for research too when I'm down on my knees like it's not i'm i'm quote unquote collecting DNA for something mm-hmm. it's it's not right. Yeah, so there is uh, two published works, actually, that, wow. Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, 1948. Wow. So, it's it was so... Which is oddly surprising, even trying to mention any kind of thing, homosexual, in the 40s. Yeah. Like, right after the war. Yeah, exactly, So there only
1: three years post-World War II at that Exactly,
0: point. and he was doing the study previous to that, because yeah. then it took um, five more years to uh, release sexual behavior in the human female in 53 so he did do both he's realized that the scale that he used could be i don't want to say copy and pasted but utilized for both continuums of the sexual spectrum yeah for males and females and it was both equally as as apt let's see men 11.6 of white males aged 20 to 35 were given a rating of 3 for this period in their lives way back in 1948 11% of males were considered bisexual wow Like, that is... That's surprisingly high. Yes. Uh, The study also reported that 10% of American males surveyed were more or less exclusively homosexual for at least three years between the ages of 16 and 55. Um, So, in the five to six range. So, and and again, I'm like, um, I'm not sure when you turn it on and turn it off, but exclusively homosexual for three years is you know you pretty much decide i don't know it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things
1: but i wonder mm-hmm. if that was like they they got married to a woman because they had society to. said they had to yeah and then they're like they developed an allergy to vagina and yep. they're like i need to switch to dick
0: that could definitely be it because the other thing would be i just realized just for the time period itself so it's ages 20 to 35 it's post-war if ten percent are saying that, or eleven point six percent are saying that they are bi, bisexual, who knows what happened over in Europe?
1: That's true. They could have developed. like what happened in yeah. the
0: bunker can stay in the bunker. Yeah. Like, is that is that what it is? I don't know. Um, I think the sample size for all these guys it was it was like five thousand. Yeah. That's how many people they actually sampled. So it wasn't like they just and talked to three guys and because the time answer.
1: you would have had a good chunk of that five thousand be veterans.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, And they were young. Yeah. So I just... I find that in and of itself interesting because we don't know what the data... Well, we've probably got data on what it is now, but um, we always think that there was none of this way back then. Yeah. But yes, there was. Because
1: history has it so hidden.
0: Yes. So it was... Yeah. 11.6% of males were bisexual and 10% were homosexual. Which means...
1: You know, again, just because of the time period, you are in the middle of a war zone. You don't know if you are going to see tomorrow. You are going to have sex. You're, no, you're not, it's not even about sex. So, like, you are developing relationships with the, the, these people in your platoon. Feelings are going to come out. Yeah,
0: we all seen Band of Brothers.
1: Exactly, we feelings, get it. feelings are going to come out, and so there were probably some very genuine, loving relationships. Yeah, during that time.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah, your your emotions are heightened, your stress levels, everything. So, yeah, I could see it. Okay, so, counterpart, women, 7% of the single ladies, um, 20 to 35, and 4% of previously married females ages 20 to 35 were given a rating of 3. So, they... That's significantly lower. Right? So, why are women significantly less bisexual? Huh. Which, I think it actually says it in a bit, but 6% of females aged 20 to 35... We're given a rating of five and one to three of unmarried females, 20 to 35 were rated as a six. So two. Okay. So six, nine percent are saying that they're exclusively lesbian or predominant. just yeah. a little bit not lesbian. Yeah. Which yes. Okay. Which yes. As to Eric's point, everyone always inherently thinks that women are the more sexually liberated or the more fluid of the sexes. Yeah. And we always think that women are women will always be the, you know, they'll explore their sexuality and it is commonly thought that they will always just, you know, gravitate towards like lesbianism.
1: Yeah. But I think I think part of that has to do with the patriarchy because like in in a patriarchal society because straight men can be pigs. Uh, women on women sex is something that turns straight men on stereotypically
0: yes no yeah totally i i that that 's always something that you got to talk about it 's why is in quote unquote straight porn lesbian sex even involved, yeah, but it 's always there
1: yeah it 's a given, um but the second you have. Two dudes, one woman. It's considered bisexual porn.
0: Yes, even if those two dudes don't do anything to each other. Exactly. Like it just doesn't even make sense. Although no, because you can have a three way and the, like the bros are giving high fives, so there's like an Eiffel Tower situation. Yeah. But, but
1: but I've I've stumbled across porn where like all they do is make out, and it's because the director's telling them to, mm-hmm. and that's as far as it goes. Oh, as,
0: as soon as the guys make out, it's bisexual. <laughs> like yeah, you can't. You yeah, got no homo. <laughs> like fuck that. So even in the studies like way back like 60 years ago, 70, 70, 80, Jesus, it shows that what we believe, what we perceive to be true and the actual data is not true. There is, yes. in theory, more bi
1: or we'll say homosexual, yeah.
0: like homosexual men than there are women. Yeah. And it that is not represented at all. No, no, of course not. In any kind of media. No. So I think that's just one of those things that we need to... uh, We need... I want to address, like... And that's just, like, it's a starting point. And yes, I know we're talking about it a lot, and it's all over, you know, representation, representation. And it's... Like, I don't want to say it's unfortunate, but, like, every kind of minority group right now is begging for representation. Because we have to... Yeah, because because it it was so
1: it's so refreshing and <laughs> you're gonna roll your eyes. I can hear the eye roll already. <laughs> but um, Star Trek Discovery this last season, there's yeah, had, there's, we had a the ton roll. of queer representation. Yeah, so great. that previous, not just even in the franchise, but even on TV itself, mm-hmm. we hadn't seen very many, if any, non-binary characters. Um, we've only seen a handful of trans characters. Yeah. And we and, and I thought we haven't really seen them we haven't really seen a a queer family.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, scene? and yeah, then all of a sudden bam it's in your face where there's two high functionally two high functioning homosexual males
1: yeah. in, in a relationship in positions of authority mm-hmm. on this vessel.
0: Yeah, who quote unquote adopt a non-binary
1: Child. Child. Yeah. With they're only 16. Like the, exactly. the child's only 16.
0: With a transgender ghost spirit in their brain. Yes. <laughs> only in Star Trek. <laughs> only in Star Trek. But it makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, it's just that whole family unit
1: yeah. is then, the gayest thing on TV and ever. To see something like the... There's one point when uh, their their child disappears off to go help Space Dad. And <laughs> Space Papa's like... What the fuck? Yeah. And like having a meltdown.
0: Yes. So good.
1: And you're like, but, but this is real. Like your child is in danger and you're having a meltdown. You're going to have a meltdown.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's totally true. And I think that's, that needs to be shown. It, like literally what we saw from Hugh. Yeah. And who's the other one? Paul. Paul. Thank you. Yeah. Um, because it was Paul that had the meltdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Paul had the meltdown. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> There, I think there was more emotion in him than I've seen in many fathers on any other show. Yes. Like when their child goes missing, they're very stoic. They're very like, "We gotta, whatever, whatever. I gotta protect my
1: wife and yeah.
0: whatever." And no, he actually yeah. had a meltdown.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and then and then Hugh had a beautiful moment that we don't really don't get with dads, mm-hmm. where he hugged his uh, trans ghost son. Yes. Um, it doesn't happen very often. It <laughs> doesn't happen very often, no. but. And he said something that I think, even as as a, as, a, as a gay man, I wish I'd heard more of in my youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, you know, like, we're going to make you feel like you're really seen. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God.
0: I know, oh God, I remember you. You were fucking bawling. Yeah. Oh, I could hear that. <laughs> From over here. I was like, oh God, my weepy ass bitch of husband.
1: But we don't see that level of. We don't see that emotional intelligence on television from men.
0: Yeah. And again, so going back to like the whole spectrum, so as a spectrum of 0 to 6, at least 20% of men fall in between 3 and 6. Yes. Um, However, that does leave 80%-ish of men exclusively or predominantly heterosexual
1: yeah
0: which and unfortunately they're the like again that's what rules society yeah so they want their
1: views expressed and but unfortunately because of toxic masculinity and yeah i'm going to drag that term out again Mm -hmm. because of toxic masculinity the 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 men who identify as between a three and six well we'll say a three and a four Mm -hmm. don't Even though one and two, they don't get the opportunity to express any of that. Yes. Because if you so much as, you know, have a limp wrist, you're considered a Nancy boy and less than a man. Yeah, no. And that's,
0: uh, again, I think it's because they're grown up in that kind of dichotomy Mm -hmm. where it's, there is no zero to six. It's gay or straight. Exactly. Right? So... Anytime you ever, if you've ever, ever, ever accidentally touched a dick, bam, gay. Yeah. But you've got no problem banging your cousin Cletus in the barn, and as long as nobody talks about it, you're still straight. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, I don't know, it, it's kind of the way that it goes. It's whatever's you're projecting on the outside to the world, mm-hmm. that's what people see. And it's not, it's very difficult to live up to people's
1: expectations of that of course, stuff yeah
0: even with us 2 you're more quote unquote straight passing than i am oh
1: yeah absolutely L- but absolutely. i i have a deep voice mm-hmm. i don't have the the accent yep um i don't have a lisp at all mm-hmm. i'm very rigid in how i move yep so like unless i come out and tell you you have zero idea that i'm gay
0: yeah when you say, well, my husband. Yes, yeah, that's of kind of <laughs> when it goes. <clears throat> no, but it's totally totally a given. Whereas me, I, I just project it this way, and that's just what it is. Uh, there's nothing I can change. Like, I can't do my voice. It's funny. Whenever I try to do that, people laugh because they think, oh, well, there's no way he could do that. Like, I can't not talk with my hands. Yeah. Right? And I, I, my facial expressions are always there. I get in trouble for them. I know. But it's i express and that's just the way it is i can't be any other way i don't know okay so i think right now we're going to take a quick little break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about all of the issues that are kind of coming up after that when we realize that there is more than just gay or straight all right give us a sec and we'll be right back Oh, snap, we are back. Um, Grinder wasn't really happening for much on a Tuesday
1: afternoon. There were a lot of threes and fours on there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I might have hit some of those zeros and ones (laughs) a little bit earlier in the day. So what we're going to go with now is with the base of that Kinsey scale. So like we had mentioned before, um, when Kinsey did his study, it was the heterosexual homosexual rating scale rating scale, again misleading um so but there was the option when you took this the study that uh if those who expressed no interest in sexual behavior asexuals were given a short list on this kinsey scale um, and they were just allotted their own category which dr kinsey identified as x According to Dr. Kinsey, approximately of his, 1.5% of one point five of his adult subjects fell into the X category, meaning that they expressed no social, sexual contacts or reactions. In uh, the 1953 follow-up sexual behavior on the female, he estimated that between 1% and 4% of male interviewees and from 1% to 19% of female interviewees were asexual. Huh. That is crazy. Yeah. And then that was pretty much it for the study of human sexuality for the next 50 years as it pertained to asexualism. Mm. So it's like they kind of just dropped off the face of the earth, like, who cares but, about
1: asexuals? But that, that doesn't surprise me. Because uh, in a lot of these studies that are out there that, that talk about sex, uh, asexuality, bisexuality, uh, non-binary, uh, and even a lot of times um, transgenderism, like, they all they all get kind of thrown by the wayside. Yep. Um, And they're never, they're not included. So a lot of that is just uh, straight men and women and then gay men, gay women.
0: Yes. But now, because, so we'll go with 59, 6, what year was Stonewall? 69. Jesus, 69. Where we split off, so there wasn't just gay. Yes. Women wanted to be called something else. So they got, they decided they wanted to be called lesbians.
1: Which is why we were the Gay and Lesbian Liberation Front. Yes.
0: Um, And then, fittingly, bisexuals also wanted to get a part in there.
1: Fair. So
0: now we've got those guys mixed in, so it was LGBs. Yeah. One thing that still actually, in my head, never really fit is um, the T's, because they came in as a as a fight and swoop kind of they all came in as a package in the 1969 it was the lgbs the ls the gs the bs and the t's um and the only reason i'm saying about the t's which is transgender is because transgender doesn't necessarily have to do with sexuality yes like and that's the only thing that i have in my head um there is i'm not saying i want to kick him out By all means, come with us. They have done so much. We wouldn't have never been able to have the Stonewall Riots without our transgendered brethren. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cistern? What would that even be? Um, We know that there is... So lesbians, women who are primarily attracted to women. Gays, men who are primarily attracted to men. Bisexual, an individual that is attracted to people of their own or opposite gender. And that sticking point is going to be coming up in a little bit. Mm. Um, So transgender, a person whose gender identity differs from their assigned sex at birth. Then added to that is transsexual. Yes. Which is now an outdated term that, that originated in the medical... And psychological communities for people who have permanently changed their gender identity through surgery and hormones. So uh, yeah, it, it, it's at least it's more a descriptive term for what transgender would be. But yeah. you don't have to be a trans, and there that's why they dropped it. You do not have to be transsexual to be transgender. Exactly. Like that's that's the whole point. And then queer. Well, but yeah, so. Yeah. It was it held on like that, yeah, for a while. You for just you had the L, the G, the B, the T, and that's it. That's which, all you can have
1: until the mid 2000s That's
0: what I'm thinking. It's when everyone was like, "Well, I'm not quite this, and I'm not quite that."
1: Yeah. So because I feel like once I left high school, which was '05, yeah, is when I started seeing more labels added to the spectrum
0: yes and this kind of i don't want to say like snowballed but it's um like the reason we label things is to give them their own identity mm-hmm. right we didn't want to just be tossed under the umbrella of homosexuals so that's why you know the gays and lesbians and bisexuals they split up I've <laughs> god it makes it sound like it's they're warring factions yeah, exactly <laughs> like back in the olden times <laughs> Um, but no, like they 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 broke they not broke apart but separated in their nomenclature. Mm-hmm. There we go. So they differentiated their labels and they took those labels upon themselves. Yes. However, we were,
1: and then we were all united under one rainbow. Flag. Exactly.
0: What happens when you're not really gay? Like what happens with those people that fall within like the the one and the two and the four and the five? Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's, in theory, where everything... That's where in the number systems would work. So they started with all these new ones. So queer...
1: um, Which is a reclaimed term. Yes. It used to be a derogatory term toward our community.
0: Yes. So now we take it back. Um, It's an umbrella term to be more inclusive of the many identities and variations that make up the LGBTQ plus community. Queer is... In short, quote unquote, replacing homosexual from back in the fifties. Yeah,
1: because right? a lot of time now, it's it's uh, we are the queer community. Yes,
0: yeah. and we take we accept that. Yeah, like that's fine, that's easy. Yeah.
1: Um, and there are people like Margaret Cho identifies as queer. Yes, and Mary Wiseman from Star Trek also identifies as queer.
0: Young, <laughs> uh, but again, now is that because they just don't want to put a label on it, or is it because they fall in? the pits and grooves of what the spectrum actually will be
1: the way margaret cho puts it is she'll fuck anything with two legs okay okay um so for margaret cho it's just uh that's just her blanket thing yeah if she's attracted to it she'll go for it yeah um with mary wiseman it's because um i think she uses the term queer because because she's in a heterosexual marriage or relationship herself now she doesn't she's never liked seeing uh, women who said they were bisexual but in straight relationships preaching about uh bisexuality so okay. she is, calls herself queer so she's not doing anything she's not hindering visibility for bisexual but
0: people. she has had same sexual relations in the past prior to her marriage yes <clears throat> you know college that's what it's for okay the second cue questioning um is the process of exploring and discovering one's own sexual orientation gender identity and or gender expression it is tough when you're just a fledgling gay and it's like am i really gay Mm -hmm. am i really like i don't know like you're 13 14 and you're getting all these funny feelings and sometimes you get mixed signals and you have a sex dream about your best friend Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're gay like that let's get that out there just it Your you know your hormones are going all spiky. You're probably gonna fuck anything right now. Yeah. That's just what it is. Carrying along, intersex is an in individuals whose sexual anatomy or chromosomes do not fit the traditional markers of female and male. I want to say that this is a, the antiquated term of hermaphrodite, but it's not because hermaphrodite is actually when you had both sex. But I thought that functions. was also what
1: intersex was.
0: Intersex is. Um, so do not fit with the traditional markers of female and male, which it could be. I'm also thinking if it is a, and that's why I really wish that I have had some of our trans friends here. Yeah. Is it when you are, you know, are, if you're halfway through transition, technically you could be intersex,
1: right? So if yeah, you, if you've you're halfway sort of your, transition. No, I think what it is and Bill and I did a wonderful episode of this. Oh, actually, on, he did. It was good. Um, where so we for eons, uh, back when I was going to school in the early 1900s, Um, you know, because I'm a little bit younger than you. Yeah,
0: I went in the 1850s.
1: Um, We were taught that we had, if you are a boy, you had XY chromosomes, Yeah. if you were a girl, you had XX chromosomes. Yes. Um, But Bill Nye, again, wonderful episode on it, shows that that's not necessarily the case, and there is, there are chromosome structures that are, like... XXY or XYY or like there's there's Mm -hmm. many different yes yeah
0: um and it was commonly uh believed that anything that so if you had XYY uh you would become a serial killer yes because you had the extra male quote-unquote chromosome so you had added testosterone yeah and I think it was because of some stupid study that they did in the prison system and it like it was a very small sample size but they did find quote-unquote conclusive results that a, a majority of those people had x y y yeah but it was not it was a terrible scientific study oh, 100%. it was ridiculous was. yeah um and i actually i almost think that that study was done in canada would i would not surprise i want to say like in the 50s and 60s when when they were trying to defute homosexuality and this yeah. is one of the reasons that we they were fighting us in the courts because they were saying that they that we were all rapists and pedophiles and murderers yeah. and all that stuff. But that that they they grouped us together. Yeah. But anywho, I think we're just we should have a whole different thing on intersex people.
1: I think so. Too. But that's
0: what that's what the listing is in the alphabet mafia. That's what the I is. Um, a is an ally. The first A. Uh, Typically, a non-queer person who supports and advocates for the queer community, an individual within the LGBTQ plus community can be an ally for another member of the community. And I think that's an important thing to remember. Yes. That just because we are in the G part of LGBTQ2 plus, it doesn't mean that we're not allies for other people in the community. Exactly. Ugh. I've got some people. uh, 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 There's one one person on Instagram that just bothers me and boggles my mind all the time. I'm thinking, okay, he's gay. And we talk about like the gay things and that's fine. You bring up trans issues. Oh fuck. No, he's totally against it. I'm like, how can you be gay and be against trans people? I just, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, and I think it's that kind of mentality that we have to have and realize that just because We are, quote-unquote, enlightened individuals in the community. Not everyone is. There's still going to be people that have come from different backgrounds and that they've come to accept it in themselves that this is what they are, but there's no way that they're going to accept it from somebody else if it goes against their beliefs. Exactly. So that's a tough thing for us to actually deal with. Um. The second A is asexuality, which is an individual who generally does not feel sexual desire or attraction to any group or people. It is not the same as celibacy and has many different subgroups within itself.
1: Which means just because you are asexual does not mean you are a romantic.
0: Yes. Which you will notice uh, the romantic or romanticism isn't on the spectrum at all. Yeah. Because sexuality and romanticism are again two different exactly. things
1: exactly you could totally want to be in a same-sex relationship but have zero desire to have sex yes
0: and then the last one that they've tagged on here which is why i want to go back to the whole how it raises problems is pansexual is a person who experiences sexual romantic physical and or spiritual attraction to members of all gender identities expressions And not just people within the standard gender binary. The reason I'm saying that that's an issue is because the Kinsey scale... Way back. ...only assumed that there was two genders. Yes. So, hence the phrase, bisexuality. Yeah. You you do both. Yeah. Now, with the fact that we have more than two genders you kind of have to add that in to everything that you've got so if we think of just like we did sexuality if you think of it that as a spectrum
1: gender drug and gender no
0: sexuality sexuality as a spectrum okay yeah so for the zero to six the kinsey scale gender itself could be a a spectrum just Instead of a straight line, it's probably easiest to think of it as a triangle
1: yeah okay
0: so with male on one end of the, uh, one angle, I guess that's technically what a triangle is. Um, so male on one point, female on another point, and a gender on the last point. okay so and you can be anywhere on that triangle with which to express your gender. Okay. So, there's a lot of people saying that they're, you know, uh, gender fluid, mm-hmm. yeah, or gender non-binary, yeah, and that's all encompassed on this. It's if you are a non-binary individual, you do not express your gender as 100% male and 100% female. Yes, it's got technically nothing to do with your actual sexuality. Exactly. Right. It is. Um, how you present yourself. Oddly, I was thinking about this like a little bit earlier because we even talked about it, how you are straight passing and I'm a little less straight passing. Yeah. Does that actually mean that on the gender spectrum, I'm not 100% male? I don't know. Because I still consider myself 100% male. Yeah. Even though I wear high heels and I paint my nails. Yeah. I think... It, the problem <clears throat> with all of that is uh, this all comes down to personal preference and what you want to well, you want it to be
1: well it's like Jonathan Van Ness yeah okay uh especially in the the last couple seasons of queer eye that he's been in high heels yep he, he always cuts hair in high heels i don't think i've seen him in anything but a skirt yep or something flowy, and literally,
0: uh, for the those two for the seasons that he's done it, you've seen me and how I've reacted, and I fuck, I live yeah. I know, he, for these moments. He's got a
1: pair of like sneaker heels that oh, you were like, usually you were dying to have.
0: I wanted them so badly, <laughs>
1: like you were ready to tackle him through the screen, yeah, to get his shoes. Yeah, um, yeah, he's got skirts and, and and heels on, but he's also got this like beautifully maintained beard. Yeah, because that's just who JVN is. Yeah. Well, and it's the same as the. And JVN g- also does um, identify as non-binary. Yes, I know I've used he/him pronouns, but Jonathan Van Ness has come out to say, "I she called them whatever." Whatever, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, and I think it's. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I'm blanking. But this is uh, the one that uh, I don't want to say drag queen because I don't think that they actually re- represent a drag. Like they don't identify as a drag queen, but with one Eurovision that year.
1: Oh! 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 Um um Conchita? Yeah. yes
0: okay because i think it was Con- conchita weiss and then of course my my head was going to condolisa rice and i'm like no that's yeah. not right yeah. no she was very black um but it's the same thing so she's a drag queen and she you know always in like these great dresses but always had that fucking beard yeah like she wouldn't shave it yeah so it was it, it's kind of that thing it's the problem with that is that For anyone that doesn't see gender as a spectrum, it's very difficult for them to peg you and put you in a certain spot.
1: But honestly, fuck them.
0: I know, it's not for (laughs) them. And that's that's just it. But that's why they fight, right? Yeah. It's people's inherent thing of, if I don't understand it, I don't like it, so you need to be like me.
1: Except that in the last... 20 years Mm -hmm. we've gone we've we've literally said fuck that and we are fighting harder which is why there's battles over pronouns and there's there's a thousand different labels within the queer community yeah which is why i just call it i just call us the gender and sexually diverse community because mm-hmm. quite frankly yeah i i swear to god the alphabet changes every day i know it does <laughs>
0: but yes no and that is, is that was a great um chat that we had one, one time with pride calgary and that that's what they were suggesting is we just yeah. start using the gsd community yeah. for gender and sexual sexually diverse yeah. It it's it's yes
1: it encompasses everything and it's also why we, we're fighting so hard for representation in the media. Yeah, right. Because for so long we've been vilified. Yes, right. And it's, and it's not just like like back in in the sixties and seventies the gays were vilified and then we became the comic sidekick. Yeah. And in the 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 two thousands and twenty tens trans people were vilified. Yeah. Right. And now they're becoming the comedic sidekicks. Yeah. And we need them to be in i don't want to say positions of power but like we need to see them in dynamic roles yeah uh like the firefighter from Nine One One lone star Mm -hmm. you know like he's a very he's becoming a very well-rounded character yes
0: and we love him yes and we know that he is a trans man yes so and and i think that's amazing And
1: uh season 13 of rupaul's drag race we have our first ever transgender queen um technically there was we've we've had other people come out as transgender during the show yeah but this is the first time that rupaul has cast someone who was knowingly knowingly yeah Yeah. he's knowingly cast someone who is transgender yes and even rupaul has faced some flack over his views on transgender yes
0: but in case anyone hasn't noticed he has also changed his famous catchphrase and it is now let the best drag queen win. Yeah,
1: or bring back, instead of bring back my girls, it's bring back my queens. And it's shit like that that bugs me. Because mm-hmm. Gut Mick, gut milk, Got Milk, Gut Mick, Got Mick has even said when I'm in drag yeah. is she, her pronouns.
0: Yeah. And yeah, when do, exactly. So you can see that it's just, it's a minefield everywhere you go with yeah. this because a lot of people don't understand. Okay, yes. so on the gender spectrum, if you're um, halfway between male and female, you can consider yourself gender neutral. Okay. But what if you are halfway between male and a gender? And what is a gender? It is without a gender.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like and that some people will say that um, I'm agender because yeah. I'm neither male or female. Yeah. But you can have neither, you can have both, you can have either or yeah. Or a mixture of anything in between,
1: and it's causing a problem with um, at least, okay, sorry. In my opinion, it is causing a problem with millennial parenting because millennial parents are insisting that they are raising their kids a gender. Yes, right. Um, because they don't want their child to be influenced by gender roles. So, and where the problem comes in is is by By proclaiming your child a gender, you're not having productive and healthy conversations about gender yes because what the gender you identify with and the gender roles in in society are two what completely different conversations yes and two completely different spectrums to deal with
0: yeah right well, and yes, as you can see. <laughs> sexuality and gender is more than just a spectrum. I think that's kind of what we're going with here. Yes. There is no 0 to 6 level on this. No. Because as soon as you take it away from the binary, which is what's happening over the past 2 year, 2 years. Uh 2 3 d- 2 decades. I yeah. think that's the biggest issue. Um, and there just isn't studies that are thrown in and whatever, whatever, because we're just trying to deal with what we have using the same old models, and it's difficulter. So from the linear model of the Kinsey scale and then to the gender, then you add in a third agender, so it's a triangle, and then you have to add non-binary, which is both genders or none at the same time. So now it's an upside-down pyramid. Every single time you add something it becomes another point and it becomes another dimension. Mm -hmm. So eventually, if we've got like, what, we've got like 20 letters in the acronym now, like we basically have a dodecahedron going on. And how are you supposed to pinpoint exactly where you are on that 20-sided die? Yeah. Like you can't. So I think we're going to take a break because I need to regroup my thoughts (laughs) Because I think I was about to say something that I didn't want to say. So let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back.
1: Okay, we are back. Okay, oh, I got more. a question. Yeah, what's the quest? Uh, because we've been talking about labels, and I'm confused about a couple of labels. Yeah, um, aren't what is the difference between pansexuality and bisexuality? Because in my head, they sh- kind of—I don't say they overlap, but it seems like if you're bi, you would be pan.
0: Well, okay, and I think and th- that. Thank you, because I think I wanted to talk about that before, but. As my brain train always does, it got fucking derailed and took like the D train down the six or okay. whatever JLo was on. Okay, so bisexuality is being attracted to the, uh, the same sex or the opposite sex.
1: In a binary, right?
0: In a binary. And okay. that was the problem. If you, once you uh, stack in all of these other. Uh, genders yeah it's uh, you can be bisexual and not attracted to a non-binary person okay right because it's either you like your men or you like your women but you don't really like anything in between pansexuality is in what i consider an umbrella term that you like everything okay right so pansexuals are interested in Sexually interested in a person, I don't want to say regardless of their gender, but there is no preference to gender.
1: So gender doesn't play a role in that then?
0: I think I think it's more of the person than the okay. gender. Okay. I, I'm not pansexual, so I can't say. But it's you're not going to uh, throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's the first thing that came to mind there. You're not going to say no... to someone that is intersex yeah because you aren't into that okay right you'd probably give it a shot which really it it comes back to a lot of stuff that is coming out lately like you're saying trans people are making you know you know making a comeback in like the past years but in everyone's mind a transgender person is still what we some people think of as a transsexual person yeah that and that old adage was that they have completely done the transformation from male to female okay but we know because we know some trans people yeah that there is a vast spectrum of the amount of change that can happen in a trans person's life, yeah, and they are allowed to stop and get off
1: any time on that ride, yes, that they want to, yes, because they they once they feel comfortable in their body, yeah, then like because there are I, there are some parts of the transition that I've read and I've heard about that are very risky. Yes, of no, course. And
0: and, and and not just because you go going to Mexico to get it done.
1: No. Not only very risky, but very cost prohibitive.
0: Yes. Agreed. Um, first of all, if you're in the States, all of this stuff costs you money. Yes. I don't know how the hell you do
1: it. Yeah. Uh, I know up here in Alberta, we do have a gender reassignment fund or something to that extent. But I also do have the waiting list for that. Is horrendous. Yeah, you
0: got to go through some hoops. Yes. Because you're getting free money, so yeah. you you got to work for it. But you can plunk that in with the pansexuals, because that's that also goes with them too. As someone who is transgender, you may be out world. Hey, you might be a woman from your head to your waist, but then you could be a man from the waist down, right? So you could ultimately be seen as both genders depending on when you are looking at somebody and depending on whether or not you feel comfortable with with what you've got yeah right
1: but see i think that becomes a little problematic mm-hmm. because as a gay man yep. in an open marriage yep. who's allowed to screw whoever i want yep. if i decide to mess around with a uh, a trans man who identifies as a man mhm that, in my mind, doesn't make me any less gay.
0: Agreed. Because they themselves are a man. Yes. Yes. However, and that's also the problem of uh, with all these labels. Because it was fine when it was A or B. Yeah. Right? And now we've got C and D all mixed up and whatever. I don't know. So yeah like there's to me personally sexually i am not attracted to um male to females that are like halfway so the the males that have the top surgery but haven't done the bottom surgery okay so you you see i want to say you see them in porn all the time but where, where else would i see things right so they got these big old titties and this big old dick yeah i'm like damn it like it confuses my mind I think that's the problem and because I don't like things that are inherently female sexually okay I don't like breasts yeah so seeing that is not a turn on for me however female to male trans people yeah I find hot yeah and, and I, again, I'll watch porn with them. Oh, yeah. I get a little confused and a little. F- I, I feel a little funny because I'm like, I shouldn't like this, but I do like this because everything about them says that they're a man. Yeah. Except their genitalia. Yeah. Which is like getting pounded hard by some porn star. And it's like, but I still kind of like it. Like, it's still kind of hot. Yes. So, me. With the, in my mind, the rating of a Kinsey 6 for my entire life. Like, that shakes me and has, like, trembled my core. Like, I don't know. Would I ever do it if I was given the opportunity? I don't know. Like, again, I'm, like, come on, do I ever top ever? But, like, (laughs) I don't know if I could actually perform if I was with...
1: But but we have trans friends that identify as tops.
0: Yes. And I'm all for it. Like, yep. I'm like, hey, you go, girl. Yep. But I'm not going to say go, girl, because I got into an argument and I got yelled at for that, too. Because <laughs> I was mis, mis- la- misgendering them and using the improper pronoun. But I'm like, but I call all oh, my friends girl. Or bitch. I'm like, I'm going to just call you bitch. <laughs> and then he was like, it's still the same problem. I'm
1: like, ah, damn it. Um, no, because I call men bitches all the time. I know. Um, but it's still inherently. See, in and I think that is where, because you, you and I don't have that big of an age difference between us. Uh okay. We we don't though. Like for most things, you and I are pretty much on the same level. Yeah. But there are certain gaps within between between us where, like, I've never once questioned whether or not I would mess around with a straight with a trans man. Yeah. And I've I've actually. In my younger days, I, I've had crushes on trans men
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that, because they were out of my league, never went anywhere, um, but I that, nonetheless, I've still had the crush on them and yep. still maintained my gay label because they also identified as men who were attracted to men.
0: Yes. Well, and see, and again, it's just raising so many more questions and adding so many more things. Like, I've actually had sex with a, a trans person that identifies as a man, but... Still has lady parts, what does that make me? and I want to say, yes, it still makes me homosexual, still makes me a gay man, yep because I'm still having sex with a man, yeah, because that's what they identify as, yeah, and that's what I know them as,
1: yeah
0: it's just that I, I don't know their basement looks a little different than mine, yeah uh, whatever i don't know I, I think this it's all just it's hoopla
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> shenanigans. Tumfoolery—that's the one. Okay, what have we learned this episode?
1: (laughs) Have we learned anything? I don't
0: think. I think we've. I think we've left everything more confused. Like we started this episode as like a linear string, and now it has turned into like Stephen Hawking string theory. (laughs)
1: Like it's just a messy ball of yarn. But that's where we is because we are still learning. Yes. Like every time, like even even like our labels aren't necessarily set in stone. Like our our sexual labels are, we both identify as a Kenzie six gay. Yeah. Um, but I think our gender labels aren't as uh, firmly implanted in that that male point. Mm-hmm. And I think you've discovered that over the, over the past few years. Like you've started dabbling and wearing makeup and you do your nails all the time you have a collection of heels i've wanted to start dabbling into it uh not necessarily with nails because i truly don't have the time mm. like i don't have the patience to do nails or to do makeup i just i don't have the time like i just i don't have the patience to put on a face or sit and have my nails done yeah i think i'm a little bit lazy that way mm. but like but like i see some of like my coworkers in some like flowy clothing
0: mm-hmm. i'm
1: like i want to wear that I could totally wear that. Like, flowy yeah. sweaters or, like, flowy, like, overcoats are, like, I want one. You just I wanna, want one. You wanna I just want to be flowy. You
0: want to look like Michelle Obama. <laughs> I just want to be flowy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and no, I know. I don't agree. And because of the gender stereotypes, we're not allowed to be flowy. But
1: even, like, so, uh, I have a uh, one of my delivery drivers at work is, I'm going to say he's, like, just a side of a baby boomer. Okay. Okay. So I wear pink every Wednesday. And I have for years.
0: Because it's the law. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like once I found a pink polo shirt to wear for work, I was wearing it every Wednesday. I have now since found masks that I can wear on my Wednesdays so that I color coordinate because bitch has got to coordinate. Mm -hmm, He does. Um, (laughs) And because I face the public. And so he's told me, he's like, wow, you're wearing pink. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, "Well, you got no uh, qualms about your gender do you, and you know, you have more courage than I do, and in my head I'm like it's just a color. Yeah. I mean, I happen to look great in the color Mm -hmm. uh, because it makes my eyes pop but it's (laughs) but it's just a color. But it isn't just a color. Like, and it it is no more masculine in my mind, is no more masculine or feminine than any of the other colors I wear. But to society, it's a statement.
0: (laughs) Because Of the gender roles that they've put on it, like that's that's just it. Like, although when women wear blue, not an issue. No one says anything. But again, it's because uh, again, this is a whole completely different podcast. But it's because they're trying to go up in the patriarchy. Yeah, and it and it's fine because the men can look down on them and laugh. Yeah, but when we try to wear pink or do anything that is quote-unquote feminine, we are trying to move down on the patriarchy ladder, and then we are just frowned upon. Which is such bullshit. I know. It's bullshit, and that's where we're going to leave it with that. Okay, so, yeah, I don't think we learned... Maybe we did learn something. (laughs) I don't know. Um, How about you guys get back to us and tell us what you learned from us and tell us where we were wrong, because I'm sure we had some really wrong points in there. And because, again... We're going to say what our labels are as cis white gay males, yep. which also is inherently questionable
1: because if because uh, uh, so the, the 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 gay white male part I don't n- think is, is no
0: definitely not Wait. well okay uh, no because as a on a Kinsey scale there's scales so being gay is is where is it on the scale but for being the cis part because now if sexuality is a spectrum and gender is supposed to be a spectrum why do we only have cis and trans in that label that is that is binary
1: but we're starting just
0: posing the question
1: (laughs) but we don't because we have and i've seen them out there's like non-binary female presenting like, their whole title is, I know, like... I know, I not I'm not, I, I not
0: going to put it on a business card. Like, <laughs> and, yes, I know it's very... It's super helpful when people just put their pronouns on shit. Either on their social media, whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah. On their White House page. But, okay, so I did that recently. Yeah. Um, because it was going around on, on... Star Trek Twitter was going around. And I've been meaning to do it for a while anyway. But it is... Like as someone as a queer person, I do find it find find that person more comfort or more approachable when I see when I look go onto their Twitter page and I see pronouns in there. Yeah, even if they are he him she her pronouns, you like, know that they're at least more woke.
0: Exactly, and they understand what is going exactly. on.
1: Exactly. So in, in my mind, and I know this isn't true, and I'm going to get so much flack for this, but when I see pronouns on a social media page, I feel like they are more intelligent people. No, it's pretty much right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm going to get some flack for it. Probably. It, it to me, it, it denotes not necessarily maybe intelligence, but enlightenment. And so therefore, you are open to discussing different pers- perspectives.
0: Yes. Yeah, No, I get it. Yeah, you're not a close-minded bigot. Yeah. Okay, we can go with that. So, yeah, I think that's all we got. I think so, too. Okay, good. Um... So, thank you to everyone that has uh, paid attention this week. Like we said, we are going to be starting to drop some new Patreon content uh, um, starting Thursday, I believe, is the first time it's going to be going. So, if you want to catch us on there, it is going to be patreon.com slash thegayagendayyc. And, yeah, I think I am all, I'm done. I'm, like, talked out. Give me (laughs) two. All right.
1: Time for some baked mac and
0: cheese. I am so starved. That is is a label you can put on me at any time.
1: (laughs) Hungry.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that's all we got for now. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at
1: TheGayAgendaYYC. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye! Bye.
0: Love and light, bitches!